Forward Podcast, yeah. What is this? Joe, what are you doing to us? What is going on? So what this is, is if you've never heard, never been to a drum and bugle course show, this is old school stuff. This is from 1988. Madison Scouts. Best drum corps tune ever, Malaguena. This is my way to say goodbye to the Red Bulls. Ooh, and we said goodbye to them in, in quite the classic style, did we not? Boy, oh boy. And then it gets a little sad when you start thinking about whole uh, racing thing on last week against Gotham. Jeez, that was a tough one. But then you gotta get your spears picked up, just like that point right there. Gotta hang in there. Yeah. Moving along. Alright. Sorry. This brings back a lot of memories. <laughs> I did this stuff for so many years. Oh my gosh. Anyway... I encourage you to check out some old drum corps music. A little Malaguena. Adios, Red Bulls. It's been a pleasure. It's also been a pleasure listening to this. Trust me when I tell you, it's great, great, great stuff. Goodbye, Madison. Anyway, good morning, good afternoon, good evening, wherever you are. My name is Joseph Valla. I am the host of the Center Forward Podcast, a podcast that is dedicated to professional soccer here in Louisville. That would be Louisville City FC and Racing Louisville, as well as our men's and women's national teams. Uh, nothing on the men this week, although a little bit on the women as they are in the middle of the CONCACAF tournament. <clears throat> Excuse me. Hopefully you're doing well. This is Podcast 41. My oh my. Uh, we are on Podbean, iTunes, Amazon and Spotify. Please like, subscribe, and share. Share the love of this wonderful show that we're going to have. Actually, it's going to be really, really good. A lot of great topics. Hopefully, you're going to enjoy it. But before we go on, it's time for five things. That's right, folks. Who's ready for the fastest three minutes in NWSL slash USL slash men's and women's national teams coverage? This is the only place in the universe you're going to get this. So you should feel special. An idiot. Number five, nothing up my sleeve. Well, I resigned from my job. <laughs> and they're trying to keep me on, but yeah, forget it. Anyway, I'm going to dealer school. <laughs> I want to learn how to deal at a casino. Why not? Man, you got to try new stuff, I think. I got a gig next Friday doing solo work again. and just It's a little scary, but hey, at least I'm trying, I guess. Here we go. Number four, road trip. Uh, USL continues to do some pretty cool things. Uh, one of them is there is a new franchise apparently in a couple of years in New Orleans. This is one of the only cities in the country I've never been to. So if I'm still alive by then and uh, still here, I'm going to go check that out. Aren't you? Who wouldn't want to go to New Orleans uh, for, for a game and some fun? You know, plus they have a couple other franchises coming out as well in League One. So they're doing great stuff. It's so good to see this league expanding and uh, really happy to see it. Going to need it with all the two teams leaving. Anyway, number three, 
baby steps are the best steps. And WSL has a couple new sponsors. And they're not huge in the sense of the amount of money they're throwing at it, but this is the way it's supposed to work. It has to grow organically. If we force it, it's going to break. And you're seeing a couple new franchises as well. They had an article released uh, saying that they, they're going to be expanding in the next couple of years. Great to see. Great to see the interest. Number two, what do we got to do? Speaking of WSL, man, that Gotham game, I'm not on. I, <laughs> that was a tough one. That was a real, real tough one. We're going to cover it. Uh, we're not covering San Diego, even though I'm recording on Saturday morning. We'll do that next week. But, man. <sighs> anyway, <laughs> and then number one, ending an era in style. Uh, Baby Bulls beatdown. Man, that was fun. <laughs> I mean, it was 6 nothing. It could have been 10. It easily could have been 10. What a tremendous performance. Uh, granted, you know, talent-wise, we, we definitely had the... You still have to play well. You know, it wasn't like a sloppy beatdown. It was a well-organized, well-executed destruction of that side. And the guys played so well. Seeing uh, Matini get a hat trick and Brian and him sharing... The uh, player of the match honors. Gosh, it was wonderful. I had a great time playing drums and hanging with everybody. Hopefully you did as well. I got to scream into a microphone. That was fun. <laughs> well, anyway, after all this information, you know what you got to do? You got to kick back. Throw your feet up. And then this is what you do. Take a break. And then get ready for the match tonight if you're listening to this on Saturday. Huh. Crazy stuff, man. A lot going on. Five things. Oh. Right. Ooh, that was exciting. Anyway, let's begin the show with Joey Cecil. Okay, folks, let's welcome back Joey Cecil. Joey, how are you? I'm doing okay, sir. I'm trying to dodge enemy fire in the form of some neighbors who are shooting off fireworks. <laughs> Might be dyslexic thinking July 14th instead of July 4th. <laughs> it's July So if 4th. you hear me taking fire, it's actually fireworks. I'm not under actually any fear any... or any kind of attack. <laughs> I, dude, oh. what, what is that all about? I mean, come on, man. I, I don't know. Dude. We were just talking before we started this. I'm not a big fireworks guy in the sense of needing to blow things up. I've never been that guy. I mean, I'll watch yeah. them, but I, I could care sure. less about them. Hey, do you know what? We'll get to it a little bit later. There were some fireworks this weekend. Yes, there was. Field. Yeah, man. But mm-hmm. before we get to the dessert, yeah, you got to have your vegetables. You got to have your medication or something. <laughs> Joe, what, speaking of fireworks, what's what, what's that in the sky? Oh, it's the bat signal for backline help. <laughs> uh, for those who don't moly. know, that's a Gotham Batman pun. Yeah, Gotham. And stupid oh, what a stupid name! It is stupid it's name. Dumb name dumb. Gotham, New York, New Jersey FC. Yeah, it's a, I don't know what's going on with it. And, but you and, know what? Hey, what mm-hmm. I, I'd pick a stupid name to get a win. Yeah, really? I'd call, no, call so. it anything just to get get a point proof, or something. Proof FC. Proof FC. Pro, Remember, oh, that was dude. one of the original ideas. Oh, don't even. Let's switch. Let's oh, do this. Yeah. Mm-hmm. But so before game, we learned uh, Wine would get her first start, mm-hmm. and Alex was back in the midfield, and we actually had a positive start. Yes, we did. Nina had a free kick saved. Mm-hmm. And then Julia Lester had a giveaway that led to Gotham's opening goal against the run of play, though it was a quality strike to get past Katie. And that was, but it was so just disappointing. So against the run of play. It was, I, they looked really sharp the first 15, 20 minutes. And it but was overall such a strong first half where they had golly, nothing to show for it. Yeah. And that just, it, it, that's, well, I mean, how many times have we said this on a show? You almost say it every week. After a while, you just, you stay on the pedal, you stay on the pedal, you don't get that goal. And then all of a sudden, just, you know, 
Mm-hmm. You just run out of gas, man. But yeah, I, I, I think Alex in the midfield was excellent. I thought that that was a great yes. change. Well, really do. Um, well, speaking of changes, then we get into the second half, and and Coach Kim brought on Freha for Amina, and everyone around me was going, huh? Right. But somehow it got us going again, and right after that, Savannah snatched a gap, a Gotham pass, and mm-hmm. finished her run with a curling goal to level it, dude. And you're I- just like. That stuff had nothing to do with that, but yet we did well. Right. I'll wait till the end. We'll talk about that. We'll talk about Gotham's defense. Okay. But go ahead. Man. And then, then we had uh, Alex made a made a great run. Goes down in the box after being shoved. Yeah, that was by Krieger in her best Heisman impersonation. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And I think anyone but Ali Krieger on that defense, and I think it's a penalty. Right. I think if Gemma Bonner is in that same situation. Gotham has a penalty. Huh, okay. Yeah, and, and she was drawn That's, after that. I, 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 they showed it on the TV a little bit. Oh, it was, you know, I was a little hesitant at first about whether it was a penalty or not. Right. She fully extended She said it wrong. It was a penalty. It should have been. If they, you know, I say should have been, if they called it a penalty, regardless of who would have been playing, I'd have been like, yeah, you can't do that. Yeah, you, you know? know, and then just, just a little bit after that, Gemma went for some kind of pass. I don't know what she was going for. Easy pickings for Gotham, and somehow there was a Gotham player wide open in the box between Lester and Wine, right. and two one. Hey, but you know, Joe, at least both center backs made mistakes, and those goals given up our status quo. Yeah, really. Just following our legacy now. I guess, man. I it, you know, I, and then we we needed a goal, and our BC lineup was out there. Right, right. right. You know, I'm not disparaging our players, right. but. Taylor Melham is not going to come on and score the winner. Right, not right, and it's you know the you international know, break. Not, and... not against the starters for Gotham. Right. You know, just overall, I know you got a couple things too. It just that mm-hmm. was just an unacceptable loss. You ain't kidding. You know, they had four shots on goal and they scored on two of them. Yeah. It, so mm. I've got a couple wrap up points and and one big point to drive home. I'm going to let you take it away oh, yeah. for a second while I sure. bring my blood pressure back down. <laughs> Dude, their 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 back line, Gotham's back line was a horror show. Yeah. They were awful. Which awful. shows are 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 shows inadequacy. Are, yes. I I mean they oh, were, they were I competency. I can't tell you and I and I I forget the young lady's name and I hate to be mean. There was she was their center left back center left back. She was she's she's the player that gave up the bad pass that led to our goal, mm-hmm. and um, she was just in, she was just awful the whole match the whole match. It was just I'm watching this stuff go on, dude. It was there were times it wasn't even a lack of organization. It was a lack of of it was it, it didn't even look like a soccer team at times. They're back. And, and you're just looking and at, and we can't get a goal out of this? And that's who we lost to. Right. It was just so, it was so hard to watch after a while. And and, and you're sitting there saying, all right, man, all right, you know, let, let's just keep, let's just keep plugging, let's just keep plugging, and then we make the mistakes equal to what they're making, only they capitalize on I wanted to wait until I said something and I had a final thought about it, but I was like, no, nah, nothing's going to change my mind on this. This, this one hurts. Yeah, This one hurts. You well, know? And what hurt even more was you could tell how much that game meant to Gotham in their celebrations. Right, right. You know? Right. A team below us in the table, again, yeah. we're dropping points to. Uh, I'm going to I'm gonna say this. Racing doesn't need Nadia to come back. We don't need new attacking signings. It doesn't matter how many goals you score if you can't stop picking stop the ball, ball out of your own damn net. I hear you, pal. And in, uh, the, and, in know, the manner that we're doing it, 
It's, well, it's, it's not, I, I don't care how the ball gets in the net. Right. We're letting it in too much. I understand. We've given up at least two goals now in five straight games. Mm-hmm. Yeah, man. Something has to change, but our, you know, I can't even suggest formation changes right. like a three defender back because we don't have enough people. Right. And it felt like they had a couple changes. People we up. do have, Joe, I'm finally going to say it. They are not up to the level of NWSL at this point. No. It's, it's hard Give to make the argument that they are. It's hard giveaways to... over and over and over that are inexcusable yeah. at this level. Yeah. Yes, you know, and mm-hmm. I sent you the photo. It mm-hmm. was it was kind of hard to hard to watch at the you know the last two players on the field after the game Friday night were Gemma and Julius sitting, sitting in the center circle. Yeah. And it took. I wanted to yell. You guys trying to figure out how to not turn over the damn ball. Jeez. Oh, but did. I didn't because I knew they were probably in as much you know, annoyance and anger as I was. Right. 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 But if you're going to play at this level, you can't have those giveaways. No. And it's not like this has been a one-time thing. Mm-mm. It's been over and over. All season long. And I, I don't know, you know, when you see a couple of changes up top, I thought Kirsten Davis played great. I thought Tara sure. Andrews was yeah. fantastic. You know, but she, she needs had... that next thing. She, right. you know, she's a great hustler, mm-hmm. but she needs that next thing. Yeah, right, right, right. And, 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 no. and putting Alex in that position I thought was great. Mm-hmm. I, and But the thing is, here's the other thing. Look, I, I'm our best player, the one that has the most experience. We don't hear her name for 20 minutes. Mm-hmm. Okay, why are we not getting her the ball more? I don't understand. Yeah, yeah. Well, I mean, most of the time we're stranding her at the top of the formation. Yeah. Where we're asking her to be a hold-up player when she never has been. Yeah, it's it's so confusing. I you know, wonder. I, I wonder how confused she is. Side note, Joe, our, our our best player is over at the Euros. Well, yeah, 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 yeah. I understand. That. I right. know what you mean. Right. I know what you mean. But that's that's again that's questions I have about our coaching staff and their decisions. That's Why are we not using one of the best players in league history to her strengths? Right. And I, and because 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 she's as good as she is, she's going to elevate the people around her. Right. Put someone on above her. Right. You know? It's that simple. She'll elevate the people around her when she's given the opportunity to. And I'm wondering one one of the things. I mean, she tracked back a lot. Mhm. And I'm wondering I mean, at some point, it just you can't. It's like she's almost being asked to wear three hats. Yeah, you know that's oh, yeah. what you know that's well, what it almost feels now like. How now. thin our roster is, right? And, and at the same time, and and I'm wondering, I don't know, man. It's you know, it's frustrating. I, I, I gotta and say, I, you know, I gotta say this. Yeah. No one likes coming to watch a loser. No. And at some point, this ship has to turn around, or I fear we're just gonna have the hardcore fans there. Right, and and. Joe, you know? it's the manner in which we lose some of these games. Oh, yeah. we're, 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 we, this this one hurt because we should have won this match. Yes. And, um, and this isn't the first time we're saying this. Whereas there's been a couple games, especially on the road, where we're like, we, we squeeze a point out. It's like, get to the plane. Don't even don't even shake yeah. hands with it. We yeah. run before they take it away from you. This yeah. is one of these instances, well, just the opposite. And it's just... Side note, mm. through 11 games this year, 10 points, negative five goal differential. Yeah. Last year... 11 points. Jeez Louise. Negative 10. Mm-mm-mm. So are we really that better, much better off? No. I mean, it's it blows my mind. This team is obviously better talented, more talented than last year. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, and, you know, uh, but, you know, quick note for the fans, next, next game away Friday at San Diego. Mm-hmm. Um, and we got to bring it up. The hits keep on coming. Yeah. As new signing Timby suffered a ruptured Achilles at the African Cup of it's Nations. It's unbelievable. Uh, side note: Did we get a receipt? Mm. 
Are we able to turn that back in? I don't think so. I don't you think know? that's how it and works. And also, last note, the hits keep on coming. Emily Fox is in COVID protocols with yeah. the national team. Unbelievable. <sighs> so, you know, there's, you know, bad luck maybe. Who knows? I don't you know. know. I don't know. This, this, this transition to Louisville City News is brought to you by Liquor Barn and Liquor World. Right. Uh, that Joe and I will go raid in a second. <laughs> Just because it's just been a painful season for racing, and it's getting even more painful as players are dropping and, and results are dropping. Um, this team is too talented to struggle the way they do. Right. And I actually wonder how much how much longer the leash is on that uh, on that coaching seat. I don't know, man. But I'll tell you what. You know what really really what makes it super frustrating is there was that one match. I want to say it was the fifth match. I, I want to say it was Chidiak's first match where you saw what this team's capable of. And they played a full game of just was that, aggressive. Was that the first San Diego the game? San Diego Sky game, that's right. Yep. And yep. and and you saw you saw the what this team is capable of and it was just like there it is. Joey we talked about it, right? The identity yeah. of 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 racing Louisville, there it was. You know, a, a very uh, vertical direct you know, aggressive. It was really yeah. fun to watch. And, and then yeah. since then, dude, I don't know. I don't know. What else you got on yeah. there? I, don't, I really don't want to talk about it. So, <laughs> let's, let, let, I hate let, it. Let, I, I want them to hope, be great. It's just, I don't know. You know, let's just hope the people in power have yeah. the answers because right now we need to start seeing some. You better believe that. Well, hopefully tomorrow you know? night. Because oh, so, no, we're recording this on Thursday. The game's tomorrow, right? Yep. Yeah. Yep. We will see. We will see. Well, anyway, so, now that speak, we got that out of the way. <laughs> well, I do have one more, one more sad okay. thing to announce. Doing Please. with Louisville City. Sadness and pleasure okay. to announce the demise of Superfan Sal. Oh, yeah, Superfan man. Sal is the, the the caricature of Jeff Milby. The ones, yeah. That, that uh, me, Steve, and Jeff had a podcast way back in the early, early days of podcast. Mm -hmm. In the early days of Louisville City, we would record just for fun. Right, right. And... At the height of that was the was the Red Bull Two rivalry. We'll right. get to a little bit later, mm. and he created during one of our recordings Super Fan Sal, the obnoxious, arrogant, <laughs> um, I never I personality know. from from New York. And the mm. Red Bulls Two is the greatest team in the world, right. and he had just that that obnoxious accent. That's funny. And he would jokingly call into our podcast about Red Bull Two randomly. Mm -hmm. And That's funny. and sadly, you know, we have to announce his demise at the end of the rivalry. Yeah, it's over. So uh, Jeff officially announced announced he you know he you know his his ending. Mm -hmm. um, real quick note: I didn't know TikTok followers was a national anthem qualifier. Now, no. What do you mean? What uh, do you mean? The guy who sang the anthem. They announced part of his qualification was oh, he had yeah. over ten million. He had, he had like ten, twelve million, whatever. Yeah, mm -hmm. I didn't know that was a qualifier. Now, I guess it is. And and his anthem, his his anthems like that make me wish Great Britain had won the war. <laughs> Just so we don't have to sit through our national anthem. Boy. That was one of the. That was not one of the better ones. Uh, he was. I don't think he's even a singer. I think he's just a personality of some sort. Right. That and they were was, like. People know who he is. I I happened to be in the team shop when he was in there, and the team, you know, was taking care of him as a quote unquote celebrity. Right. He was. He was and yeah. Every other word out of his mouth was yo. Yeah. 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 And he yo, seemed like a yo, nice yo, enough kid. Yo, man. Yo, man. Can I get one of these soccer balls over here, yo? Yeah. And I was yeah. like, I'm gonna do humanity a favor and just decleate you with an uppercut. <laughs> He seemed like but, a decent enough kid waiting because, you know, I got to hang out and then I got to scream before the game yeah. started. That was kind of fun. Yeah, which, by the way, you know what, Joe, I'll give you credit. Mm -hmm. I, I love Scouse. You did a better job just because you screamed. Yeah, I screamed. We could kind of hear you. <laughs> I didn't know if they could uh, hear it or not. I didn't know if the speakers were on or not. I couldn't tell. 
So, side note in pregame warm-ups, God for New York Red Bulls too, John Murphy is a dick. What'd he do? Uh, uh, we were heckling them. He kicked at those little pads we put behind the goal okay. and decimated one of them. Wow, okay. Intentionally sent the ball into those those uh, barriers. Really? And broke one. That's a douchey thing to do. Right? Uh, so then we get to the game. No Cam or Wilson. Starting to get a little concerning. Right. Uh, another false nine versus the corpse of Red Bull, Red Bull 2. Right, right. Uh, and, man, what a curb stomping. <laughs> oh, <That's> ugly. <laughs> I guess my concerns about scoring without a striker were answered. Hear that. But, you know, Joe, oh. before we even get into that, it seemed like because of the way we were we were playing and getting – they knew that Ownby could, could clear whoever was back there. Oh, yeah. He seemed a little more nine-ish. Yeah. In this match than well, he had been in a couple of these other I mean, ones. Honestly, I think you or I could have put in a goal or two with the way yeah. their back line was playing. They were disastrous, weren't they? Oh, my gosh. Well, speaking of that, you know, Ownby opens up with a rocket, and I'm God. still not sure how the net is standing. The ball was singed. <laughs> That's a hell of a shot. Surprise firefighter. I'm sure surprise the firefighters didn't come out of that and put the net out. Mm. Oof. Man, oh, man. And then we had, uh, you know, Jorge had a left-footed strike across the face of goal after a poor Red Bulls clearance. Loved it. Yeah. Um, and then we had we had Enoch start his night with a header off. I love that sweet one-time Nile cross where he just mm-hmm. sauntered up to the ball yeah. and just sent it across the face of goal. Basically popped it up. And, and at that point, I'm like, guys, save some goals for our end. <laughs> and then we got to the second half where just the demolition continued. And I got I to gotta give this guy a shout-out for this. The unselfishness of Brian Ownby. Yeah, man. To twice... Lay it off yep. to Enoch for tap-ins. Absolutely. Absolutely. You know? Um, Class and also, stuff. I loved on the second tap-in, Red Bulls played own in. That was so sweet of them. Yeah. It was the, you know, <laughs> off their true. mistake. That was so nice of them. Yeah. Um, and again, just what an unselfish play. You know, got yeah. Enoch his hat trick. Mm-hmm. Um, which, by the way, I, lo- I love the hat trick. But, man, that was one of the least effort hat tricks yeah. I've ever seen. All you had he to do had is, a right. header placed right off to him the right. first one. And the last two, he just tapped a bit. And at least he made himself available for them. I totally yes, he hear did. you. Oh, yes, yeah. he did. And yeah. then, then, you know, before the, the sixth goal, Danny actually had to make a save. I didn't know he was out there. Right. He made that one. I thought we put a scarecrow out there in a blue uniform. <laughs> But he, he man, had to show up. I, I didn't know he was out there for a while. Right, right. They, they. Um, mm. And then Serrano long balled to Ownby for the sixth, who round the keeper and finished it. Yeah. Um, I actually gave the keeper credit on that one. He got a hand to it. I asked him what it was like to touch the ball before it was in the back of the net. <laughs> he didn't like that. I don't know oh, why. well, he'll, he'll get over it. He'll get, they'll Dude, get over. I've it. never wanted a goal more right. than for Ownby to finish his hat trick. Oh, that would have been nice. It would have been. I've never won, I've never been so greedy up six nothing because that's rarely a thing anyway. So I think it's the first time I've been greedy right, right. up six nothing. Mm. And oh, he had a couple chances. He had to stop on the line by the goalie, right. and he almost chipped him. Yeah, and yeah. You could yeah. tell the team was trying to get him that goal too. Sure, sure. You know, not just for the seven nil, but we've I don't think we've never had two hat tricks. That would be yeah, that, that's oh. a rarity. That is a you want to talk about rare? Oh. Hard enough to get that one would be in again. So amazing. Mm-hmm. Um, just some you know just some roundups from it. Serrano had a couple hockey assists. Mm-hmm. You know the pass before the pass. Right, 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 including right. the one on Ownby's, including the direct one on Ownby's second and the sixth goal. Yep. Um, he's really like as you mentioned. He's really starting to flourish Dude, a bit. He's one. He's my first note. Go ahead. You know, and mm-hmm. then just overall, just what a night. Sixty-one percent possession. Yeah. Thirteen shots on goal. This is the first time, by the way, I've seen a team 
waste time and get injured to stop giving up goals. <laughs> right. <laughs> So true. Like, I've seen teams trying to time waste when you're tired. <laughs> they were like, let's just get the hell out of here. That is so this is true. Like, oh god, I'm gonna go down with a cramp. They're about to attack again. Right, right. And then you know, Cruz even said they could have had more goals. Mm-hmm. And I was like, wow. Yes, you're right because they kept time wasting. Right. Um, you know, top. Uh, I got a couple, couple other side notes and jokes. Mm-hmm. Uh, Joe, you go ahead and take it away with your analysis. Okay, I think you mentioned the first thing is Serrano. This guy is he's working himself up the ladder. I'm yes, telling you something. He is a presence in midfield. The thing that he's doing that's really well, he's got that first step speed that Ownby has. Yes, and he, he makes space for himself so he can do exactly what you just talked about and begin uh, tr- begin sequences where you can start attacking and threatening a goal. Well, mm-hmm. and don't forget, he drew that second yellow last mm-hmm. week. Yep, absolutely. First, same exact thing. First step, juke the guy out. Yep. Stuck a foot in, and and the, he's he's his his name has gone up the list as far as I'm concerned of, of importance. Mm-hmm. We're bringing guys like Perez off the bench. That's not even fair. Yeah. Well, it's <laughs> it's not just that we're allowed to take the long road with right. guys like Manny. Right, right, Let right. Let him really heal up. Right, exactly. And then come in and decimate a guy for thirty minutes. He decimate a team for thirty minutes. Yeah, exactly. It's just it's you know? that's that's the depth of this roster, and and it's great to see. Now you did mention Cam being hurt. I, I don't know anything. Um, uh, All we know Harris, is he tweaked his, we tweaked, he tweaked his groin right, a couple at weeks the ago. end of warm-ups three games ago. Right, and this one sounded it, was, it sounded like they said that this was just precautionary. It well, looked it's like been he, a while for being precautionary. Right, you know? right, right, right. But I'd rather see him. They didn't need him that night. And no. I think that that was probably part of the reason. They knew when you go and but, look at what Danny talked about, He's doing the pregame speech, and he's like, "Look, you know, I'm, I'm paraphrasing. Like, These guys have nothing for us. Let's just get this over with." Yeah, you know. Which, by the way, I love that. That's the attitude. Right, right, right. They know who they are. Yeah, right. Yeah, exactly. You know? But it, it would have been nice to see Cam get a 15, 20 minute cameo. Sure. Bag, bag a goal. Sure. Get back on track. Right, right. And and um, you know, this week we're going to need him this week if he's available because Birmingham's not it's sure. not an easy it's not going to be an easy play. Well, well, no, no, Memphis or Memphis. I'm sorry, they say Birmingham and Memphis you know, is not going to be though, easy. Before we get to that, is mm-hmm. you know, you know how you hear first world problems. We got top of the table problems. Right. We we ran out of purple smoke <laughs> because of all the goals. It yeah. had to be delivered. We let off a white smoke bomb, mm-hmm. and the team had to bring us purple. That's the top, funny. top of the table problems. That is top um, of the table you, problems. You run out of smoke. And the truth. You know, we talk about we talk about treasuring Josh before he's oh you know, yeah oh goes absolutely. On the measures. Absolutely. Do the same with Ownby. Oh, are oh, you kidding? This I'm... was such a this was probably his best performance right. in a Louisville City kit. His best season. Um, you know. No. Yeah, I... Now, 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 funny fun story mm-hmm. about that game Saturday night. Right. My cousin and her husband show up to their first game ever. Right. Okay. Um, and. You know, after the game, we all, we met up again. We met up at halftime. After the game, we met up, mm-hmm. and you know, they're they're late thirties, early forties. It's a lot of soccer parents, okay. six of them total. Right, right. Two of them are so hammered they're trying to run out on the field. <laughs> uh, like, Guys, I know Oops. some people in the team. I don't know enough. Right, right, right. I don't know enough anymore. You might want to hang hang back. Yeah, that would be. A we'll bad get to idea. them later. Right, there's, right. There's right. another story with them. Okay. Uh, I had to joke with my cousin. Do not expect this every game. Please don't. Right, right, right. You came to the best game of the year. Don't expect this every game. Right. Um, so, you know, we, we were staying out there so long chatting, um, that those two drunk people as part of my friend, my cousin's friend group tried mm-hmm. to go get me a water bottle signed by some of the players leaving the field Okay, and they were chatting with security about it. Mm-hmm. Meanwhile, I see Niles over there talking to fans and, and taking photos of them. So I dragged my cousin over there. Like, Let's go see Nile. Mm-hmm. And 
you know, I got to give Nile a big shout out just for, you know, I, I was scared he might not even remember me. Oh. Um, he had a fantastic, he, he threw Jonathan Littner, sent me a video after I got diagnosed. Right. Which right, he knew right. well. Right. Um, fantastic individual. Oh. I go, hey, Nile, what's up? He goes, oh, what are you, what, how are you doing? And he just chatted with us for five, ten minutes. Sure, he's great. He's just, just catching up. He's amazing. Fan- we got fantastic people in this team. Yes, we do. And as those two drunkards are trying to get a water bottle signed, not five feet away is me standing there talking with one of the players. <laughs> They're not even noticing nah, it. that's funny. Um, and, like, I'm just like, really? But I, that's mm-hmm. where I wanted to give a shout-out to this squad of guys, you know, and, and, and the ones previous to who have made it such a great culture here. Yeah, it is. That, you know, the fans can chat with them. Mm-hmm. You know, they treat them, you know, they treat them tremendously both ways. Mm-hmm. Um, it was just hilarious. So I'm like – Guys, I don't need that. I thank you for the own being Nile sign bottle, but right. I, I, I know, I know these guys. Right, right, right. Like I just spent ten minutes chatting with Nile. <laughs> did you, did you miss that? Yeah. No, it was, it was, it was, it was, it was quality. It was a wonderful um, night. Wonderful night. I yes, mean, it was. Overall, all around. The atmosphere, you know? the atmosphere in the stadium, even well before the game, was great. Um, yeah. I hate to see U.S. soccer. You know, when you think about those two, three years that this this was the rivalry. Yeah. And well, hold on a second, real, real quick before mm-hmm. we get to that, because I got a whole section on that. Okay, okay, okay. Uh, just some preview. Sure. Plus twenty six goal differential. Okay. Best in the league by eight. Wow. Uh, the next team up is that <clears throat> team, Memphis. Yeah, man. Face on the road for top of the East. Mm-hmm. Uh, speaking of that, you said we're going on the road to Memphis. How do we rent Antoine Hopeno? <laughs> I'd like to put in an order. Yeah, really. I'd like to rent mm-hmm. a Hopeno. Uh, just because it's a road game, jokingly. Yeah, right, 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 uh, right. And then before our next recording, we will have the Phoenix Spotlight game on Wednesday. Yeah, man. Uh, which you know, it's a spotlight game, but they're eleventh. Yeah, they're kind of they're kind of floundering this year. Huge. Them in Ocean Orange County. Them and Orange mm-hmm. are, are two massive but, disappointments this year. Massive. But you know, it's going to have the return of Aiden Quinn and I Ben Loont. I'm a huge fan of. of I mean, I'm, I'm, I'm a fan of Loont, but I am a big fan of Aiden Quinn. He was a class leader. He was a class captain. Really looking forward to seeing him please, play here. Hope he doesn't please, score. Please make, sure to, please make sure you're to bring your change of shorts. Yeah, really. <laughs> but he, I'll tell you what, man, he put us on the map. He put us on the map. He was that that goal that that that's uh, Sports Center top ten goal he scored. By the way, you're you're welcome, Louisville City and fans, for right. that one. Really, you're welcome, guys. <laughs> you're welcome for the Sports Center top ten and the goal of the year vote that year. Right. Right. Which had you have you ever heard that story? The goal of the year vote? No, no. Our listeners may not have either. So the last day of the voting for the goal of the year that year, mm-hmm. somehow Aiden's goal was second, not winning. Who to uh, some goal from Colorado Springs, and he was down a, a couple thousand or so. Wow. Okay. And I text my buddy Steve, who was head of the team at the time, okay. and who I worked at game day intern under. And I was like, Steve, right? How are we not? When Steve, give me the Twitter. Right. Right. And he gave me the the, the team Twitter. Uh, and I literally started hitting up anybody and everybody associated with Aiden Quinn professional soccer-wise. Hit up Ken Lola, who was his college coach at Akron. Okay. He hit up Akron. They all started sending out tweets. And by the end of the day, he had a 3,000-vote lead mm-hmm. to the point that Colorado Springs fan bloggers accused Louisville City of using voting bots. I had no idea. Okay. So ah. so he won goal of the year that year due to a last-day voting campaign orchestrated by yours truly. Just literally hitting up anybody and everybody connected with Aiden Quinn's soccer career. Yeah, man. That's... Because that goal deserved goal of the year, and I'm extremely biased. 
Yeah, man. I, <laughs> but really, he's he was such a class dude here, and uh, those couple years, and um, you know, and then seeing Lund back here, who apparently had a monster game last week. I mean, there was he was well, they showed highlights. Like, he was he was a monster. Yeah, it was like he looked like a. He looked like a, an uh, uh, an NHL goalie. It just it was insane what he was doing. By the way, how FC Cincinnati fucked up not using I him. Can't, what, what did what they have I, that I, was I, any better? I talked about this with that <laughs> Dallas. I talked about this with Dallas J from Monterey Bay. Right, right. FC Cincinnati has two takes when it comes to players. Mm. They either recognize they don't recognize you're talented because right. they've never seen it. Right. Or you're so bad they recognize oh you're not you, you can't be here you're that bad. Right, right, right. That's their two takes, and Ben Lunt was, of course, the first. Right, I'm telling. Like, what, what this? Whoa, 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 whoa! He he stops the ball before it goes in. Right, and he was it's behind like Mitch Hillenbrand. I want to believe. I believe he, he. What was, is this? What what is this? He stops the ball. Yeah. I thought he was supposed to let it in. Right, and I, and he was behind oh. Mitch Hillenbrand. I mean, for for yeah, a short. Which, oh, I miss Mitch. You I know, miss it, it just, but the thing is, he's a much oh. better keeper than Hillebrand ever was. It's not even close. That just subs, you just summed up FC Cincinnati in a nutshell. In that time, yeah. Anyway, but anyway, you know. there you go. But yeah, you know, it should be fun Wednesday. It should be fun Wednesday night. Um, speaking of something that's no longer fun, is this end of the Red Bulls rivalry? Yeah, man. For those unaware, they were our first nemesis yes, outside the Rochester Rhinos. They were the first thorn in our side. Yes, they were. Also, ironically, they entered the league in 2015, same as us. Right. I did not know that. Mm-hmm. I thought mm-hmm. they were there before. No. For those who don't know, we lost our first five matches to them, mm-hmm. including the painful 2016 Eastern Conference Finals. I was at that. They included Ooh. two Reds and a 4-3 loss on penalties. Mm-hmm. Can't miss Then that we didn't penalty. lose again for the next six. Right, right. Including that 2017 Eastern Finals wins on penalties. And that 5 1 cathartic demolition in 2018. And the 2018 Eastern Conference Finals, which was kind of the last hurrah. Right. And that was another game like this one. That was another game like this one that we just played. There there was three goals left on the field. Yeah. And that that was, I mean, that score score line was not indicative of the beating we put on that team. Speaking of that, man, the talent they had come through during those years. Oh, hell yeah. Tyler Adams. Tyler Adams. Aaron Long. Yep. Speedy, Speedy Williams, and some guys who you know, casual fans of Louisville City or listeners may not know, such as Derek Etienne. Right, supposed to be the next big thing coming through yep, there. Yep, yep. Junior Fleming, yeah, another great Brandon player. Allen yep. scored twenty-two goals Excellent for them player. in one season. Excellent player. And you're just like, man, they were just oh, such Excellent a, a squad. tough team. Mm-hmm. And it was so sad that that rivalry just just downgraded over the years. Yeah. Um, because I just remember, you know, we just couldn't beat them. No. We couldn't. Uh, I remember I I was working at at Slugger, you know, as you know, with the game day stuff. Mm-hmm. We used to have to have a spotter down on the the field next to the fourth official right, right. to radio up subs and um, yellow cards. Right, because the viewing box at, at the you know the press box was always the easiest to see everything. Right, right. The one game I had to do that was a game against Red Bulls. We lost two or three nothing. And man, I learned so many cuss words from James that day. <laughs> so many different cuss words. Huh. And he was so frustrated because they couldn't figure out this team. Right. right. You know, and there's there's somewhere in a supply closet at Red Bull Stadium, there is the USL championship trophy they won. They won. Yeah, it's it's it's, it's sitting in, on somebody's uh it's sitting on somebody's uh desk. It's a paperweight. It's a paperweight. It's a paperweight. Right. Right. You know, but it's just so sad that our first big time rivalry is yeah. It's, it's it is over. a shame, and it's and, and and it was there was a, and I remember being at that championship game because I went to those, I went to see them play in Jersey four times, and I would always go back and see my family. The first night, um, I went with a bunch of friends. I talked about this on here, almost kind of to a, 
somebody wanted to start a fight with me, which was stupid. And that was uh, and then there was two times we they played. Uh, we saw them at uh, regular season games at the place in um, um, in Montclair, oh, Montclair State. Montclair State. And yeah. you, oh, and, and those were fun games too. My friends would come with me to that one. And then the, the hard one was the loss at Red Bull Stadium, the championship game, because yeah. uh, we were yeah. up in that one. But and there was a bunch of people that traveled to that one, and uh, it was a fun night. Um, yeah. You know, it was a great bonding night between the players and the, and the fans too. They came over. They were in tears. They were busted up. And we just yeah. tell them, keep your chins up. You fought hard. What are you going to do? So, yeah, it, it's – and then personally, just, you know, being from there, you know, you know, literally yeah. can walk to the damn stadium, you know, if I'm motivated enough. It, it's um, – you know, it's sad to well, see that end, you know? It's just sad that this is like their third team now, and they obviously don't put right. too much into it. They put it. nothing into it. Nothing. You know? Right. Um, I'll miss that rivalry just because it was the first. Right, exactly. You know? You never forget I your mean, first, but, Joey. I, well, right. <laughs> you know, Rochester was our first real, you know – heartbreaking loss that first Eastern Conference final. Mm-hmm. But man, Red Bull was the first team where like, what do we got to do? Yeah, absolutely. You know? Uh, but speaking of young talent coming through like Red Bull had, mm-hmm. how cool is it that Mark Anthony Cave, I don't know if you've seen that article, yes, yes. really credited Louisville City with being a key player yes, in his did. development. Yes, he did. You know? He's a hell of a guy. That's very cool. Yeah. Um, speaking of development and different things, you mm-hmm. know, U.S. women. Yep. Beat Mexico one nothing in the W Championship Copycat. Mm-hmm. Mexico had an immediate red yeah. on a late tackle on Rose Lavelle, which her ankle went ninety degrees. Jesus, don't know how she finished the game. Right, uh, but it took a ninety minute. Lavelle winner. is tough. She's old school tough. She uh, is. She's you know Zach for the, the, the Zach Burleson is my VP at AO Louisville. Mm. That is his favorite player. He is on. He's always been on the Rose bandwagon. Okay, and and to a, an annoying, obnoxiously. Uh, amount of it. Fantastic <laughs> player. Great with the yeah. fans, too. Rose is. Yeah. Uh, it took a 90th-minute winner by Christy Mewis off a mess in the box to get mm-hmm. the one nothing so, win. Right. Uh, dominant game without a dominant scoreline. Yeah. Mexico didn't have much in this game. We right. had 67% of possession. We outshot Mexico 3-1. Right. 15-5, including six on goal to their one. Mm-hmm. U.S. women win the group going undefeated without giving up a goal. Yep. Uh, they're currently playing Costa Rica right now in the semifinals right, and up right. two nothing yep. with goals from Sonnet and Mallory Pugh. Mm-hmm. On the flip side, Mexico went winless, pointless, yeah. and finished last the in de- their group. The demise continues, man. Yes, the demise continues, and this is another week we're going to talk about how do the, how does Mexico fix this? And my answer is, I have no fucking idea. I don't think they Straight do either. Up. I have no I mean, idea how they honest. fix this without a. Let's in- also be honest. The Mexico women's team has never been a powerhouse, but they shouldn't be last. They in a shouldn't group be last in that group. With Haiti and Jamaica. Are you kidding me? And, and congratulations to Jamaica because I really like. Yeah. You know, we blew them out. And I was and a little surprised by that. To, congratulations to Miss Murray from racing. Yep, yep, yep. On that squad. Right, right. And but yeah, you know, Mexico women's team has never been a very big, powerful hitter. Mm-hmm. But to go winless and pointless. Right. Yeah, it, it, uh, it, something's know, wrong, is, man. It's just there's something, a, something, something big is you know something's right. brewing at that Mexican FA. Something's right. got to be. Something's got to happen because that thing is, and we need them good. If we ever want to contend, Joey, if we ever want to contend for real at World Cups, we need yeah. rivalries against good teams. We need to be sharpened. Yeah. That's why when we saw Canada become well, a good team, that made us better. Well, we we also don't need to travel across the damn Atlantic to find good teams to right. play. Exactly. Exactly, you know? and the more the, so. the more good squads you play, the better you are. And well, if Mexico falls into something, not, it's not going to break my heart. Don't get me wrong; it won't yeah, break my you. heart. But I'll tell you what: if you've only got, if we go back to a place where there's only two or three real good teams in this conference in this in this region, we're stuck. Yeah, true. 
You yeah. know, so, but, you know, they well, lost. Speaking of, Good for them. Speaking of <laughs> going across the Atlantic, mm-hmm. a couple of podcasts had linked Josh Winder to MLS as well as Europe, and I went, <laughs> yeah, right, right, right. Exactly. Really? Yeah. Really? Mm. You guys really think he's going to go there? There's absolutely uh, no chance. None. Hey, Joe, Joe, real quick, just deep yeah. breath to replace that oxygen. Deep breath. <laughs> oh. Like, really? There's no way. Okay. That's By the way, guys, if you haven't noticed, we transitioned into the exaggerations and jokes part. That's the first one. Right. I mean, the best one. And if he's got... I didn't even, that's, that's like, you know, not, not to get political, mm-hmm. that's like, you know, during the Trump administration, the onion goes, we can't even make stuff up anymore. Right, 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 right. That there's, matches this. That's me. I go, I can't even take credit for saying that. Right. There's there's no that's, there's no way <laughs> anybody would – here's a guy that we, we found out from a podcast is getting a call from a top five team in the EPL. You think he's going to – It's time to go to Galaxy. You think it's, it's time, time to, to go, go to the, the Galaxy. The Colorado Rockheads or whatever they're called. I mean, are you kidding me? Come on. <laughs> Come on. That was so funny when I read that. I went, you know what? You know what? Fine. Get your name mentioned there. Right, Get right, your name. Right, yeah, right. I was at the same movie premiere as Ben Affleck. Mm-hmm. Where were you? Uh, I was I was unclogging the toilet. Right, right, right. I happen to be in the same building. <laughs> no. Stop it. Man. Um, speaking of that, you know, I, I heard a rumor, Joe. Mm-hmm. Ronaldo to Louisville City since he wants to be part <laughs> uh, of a winning tradition. Uh, he wants to be part of a Apparently, somebody, who is it the German team that doesn't want him? Oh, Bayern. Bayern. Bayern Munich. Is, they're like, yeah, no, we're good. <laughs> yeah. Uh, uh, my my, my awesome. prize team, Chelsea. My prize team, Chelsea, said the same thing. Right. Right. How because old is literally he? Because literally the manager, Thomas Tuchel, said, we would like a more fluid attack, which means we don't want our attack centered around one, one guy. One guy who, who obviously. But you know what? Who, who's no. not the Ronaldo of five years ago. He's just not. You know? We're, we're, we're struggling, though, without, you know, we're, we're struggling a little bit without a striker up top. And, hey. You never know. Just saying he's available. He is. <laughs> so, by the way, real quick too. So apparently, there was a cooking competition between racing Louisville members, judged by a celebrity chef from Louisville, Damaris Phillips. Okay. Uh, shown at the game Friday night. Okay. I just can't wait for the mowing competition or shed building competition for the Lou City guys. <laughs> the mowing. Really, you went with the cooking competition for the women's team. Uh, I don't know. I went, yeah, I, can't I hear you. See Brian. I can't wait to see Brian Owen be on a zero turn. Like. <laughs> You know, just like, really? Since, you know, make the men do something like this. I was like, right. you know, I get the idea. She's a celebrity chef. Right. She's from here. Right. I get it, but it's just like, yeah. I we hear couldn't you. have picked something different. Mm, well, I hear you. I hear you. We couldn't have done that with the Louisville City guys? I just, I'll take anything from, you know, if, if there's any celebrity in town that's going to help promote these teams, I don't care what it is. To be I get it. But, dude, it just made me think, man, I can't wait to see. <laughs> I can't wait right. to see the first words between. <laughs> Two of the Louisville City guys trying to build a shed. Shed. <laughs> <laughs> By the way, side note, even though he scored a hat trick, uh, we need a shot caller for Enoch whenever he has the ball for more than five seconds. Right. Uh, he gets a little dribble gets, happy. Yes, he does. Yes, he does. Uh, also, I have, I, have a new, I, I have a new alert to go out when Julia Lester has the ball. It's called DEFCON Lester. <laughs> Just with the amount of giveaways. Oh, damn. Uh, I, I was standing next to a couple of people Friday night when she would get in and go, ooga, ooga. Oh, and then it would go away. I go, ah, we're safe. Mm. Mm, um, I hear you. Let's start building the Savannah DeMello statue now. Whatever keeps her happy. <laughs> um, doesn't matter. I don't care. Just yes. start building it now. Another one. Pouring it, gritty designing player. it, whatever. Really enjoy watching her play. Very gritty. Uh, but, by the way, have we investigated the legality of racing fielding two goalkeepers at the same time? What do you mean? Just to help keep Just the goals out? <laughs> I'd sacrifice a defender at this point. I don't know. We've got three keepers. Hmm. Might as well. 
Have we at least checked? Can't hurt. <laughs> That's funny. Um, well, like, Joe, who the hell said anything about Louisville City needing strikers? I don't remember saying a damn thing. Right, nobody said that. We've never said that. Did no you problems. say anything? No, no, never. That, those, uh, that word is never. The words "false nine" have never been used here. <laughs> Uh, boy, what's the world going to do with this purple smoke shortage that I we just know. created? Dude. I, I mean, that's... I know inflation's bad and all. I didn't know it, I didn't know it, it impacted colored wind. Well, I'll tell you what. That's, like I said, man, it, that easily could have been nine. Easily. I, I mean, oh, golly. I mean, I would even, that would have been hilarious. I would have given mm-hmm. my fifth arm I hear you, third man. Brian Ownby goal. Yeah, that would be cool. And I'm telling you, it's funny you're saying that. I, I didn't even think about it, Joe. You said it really is funny. They were getting, they were injuring. There were there were injuries, and they were literally probably just trying to get the game over with. Yes, yes. <laughs> and so meanwhile, true. there's Brian Ombi at the top of the formation going, yeah. "All right, come all right, on, let's, now, let's get this on. Come let's on. do this. We want to score more goals on you." And you could tell in the last five minutes he was just gassed. And yeah, I was like, yeah. "Oh, yeah." All right, how do I plant? How, how do I nail the goalkeeper's feet to the ground? And all we have to do is guide Brian into the goal. <laughs> But so you know, last thing, Joe, you've heard of yin and yang, right? Yes, I have. Apparently, racing has to struggle to compensate for all these successes of Louisville City. I guess, man. Maybe that, hey, uh, dude, that's the best explanation I can, I've heard so far. That literally you know, is the best explanation because some this is it feels snake bit now. You know, it really does. Oh man, I I'm have, just like we just need some something good to happen. Um, hopefully, it happens Friday tomorrow night. You know, you know, we get to go visit the. Right, that's the fight in Alex Morgan's, even though she's with the team. Ah, she's with the women's team. Right, right. <laughs> yeah. Um, which, hold on. Now that's – actually, I think that's full-time now, actually. Three-nothing. Is yep, it? Three-nothing full-time. They will move on to the final, cool. the U.S. women's national team. That's good. And, wow, they let the game go to the 95th minute where Ashley, Ch- Ashley Sanchez put in mm. the third. Yeah. Um see if they the article list anything on who the next team will be. They will await the winner of the other semifinal between Canada and Jamaica. Uh, it, should be, it should be Canada. Uh, see who will play in the CONCACAF W decider on Monday night. Canada would be the best match because it's such a so, good rivalry now. Because that Canadian so team is good. Go. That Canadian team is good, man. So, yeah. Well, there you so, go, man. So there we go. I'm, uh, I, I, uh, I appreciate you doing this once again. And yes, uh, we'll uh, we'll take a swing at it again next week. Hopefully, we'll have better news about racing, and uh, hopefully, Louisville City continues their winning ways down in and Memphis. If not, let's and if not, let's find a liquor sponsor. <laughs> we could use it. <laughs> All right, man, Joey Cecil, All folks. Right. Thanks, pal. Thank you. All right, thanks again to Joey Cecil. Uh, gosh, he always does a great job. But before we go on with Ken Luther, um, you and I are going to have a private conversation. No, we're not. That is so stupid. Why did I even say that? Um, this is sort of a precursor to what uh, some of the stuff Ken and I are going to talk about. What I need to ask you about is, do you have any ideas or thoughts uh, about what we might be able to do to get some folks together, to get some things happening where there's a little bit more uh, communal work going on to improve the game day experience? I'm not saying this on behalf of the team. We'll get to that. I mean, we're going to discuss that at length. Believe me when I tell you. I'm talking about us. I'm talking about the supportive community, those of you that listen. I know it's a little bit of a frustrating topic sometimes because it's not our job to make things better for them. I understand that. But I'm talking about us. What are we going to do to help make things better for us? Because the whole idea is to have fun at these events, right? And it's, uh, it's a little bit of a challenge in this setup with multiple parking lots so on and so forth. But what do you think? 
maybe an off-day event, maybe something hours before, I don't know. But the whole idea is, if we're part of a community and we want to enjoy these events, we want to make sure that we're doing what we can to come up with some new ideas. So please, if you're listening to the show and you have a thought, share it with me or share it with somebody. Do something that may be um, a little different. I don't know what the answer is. But it feels a little stale sometimes, and it's time to maybe um, expand our uh, expand our thinking. I don't even know what the phrase is. I, you know, what do you think, man? There you go. Just gonna let the tune play out before we talk to Ken. This is the background music to "Why Do Fools Fall in Love?" By the way, hope I don't get in trouble for telling you that. Anyway, why do fools? Fall in love. You needed to hear that. You needed to hear me sing. No, you didn't. <laughs> ah, boy, I'm a dope. Anyway, if you have any ideas, please make them public. Let's find some new ways to have some fun at these events. And here we go with Ken Luther. All right, folks, I'm bringing back my good friend Ken Luther for a segment. Ken, how are you, sir? Hey, what's going on, Joe? Great to be here. I'm glad that you are here again doing uh, doing soccer commentary stuff. Isn't this fun? <laughs> It's a thing that we do. Yeah, man. It is a thing that we do. How are you doing? I'm doing well. You know, mm-hmm. it's uh, it's summertime, so kind of got that summertime groove going on. Yeah, man. Definitely. It's, uh, I've, I've made the unfortunate decision to jump headlong back into supporters groups, mumbo jumbo, so <laughs> I'm sure we'll get to that. Yeah, man. Um, and you know, I don't, I don't do anything half-ass. If I'm going to fuck some shit up, I'm going to fuck some shit up. I hear you, man. Well, that's the way to do it. You can't do, doing something 60% means something gets missed. So, you know, you got to go for it. I'm totally with you. I guess. All right, man. So let's talk a little bit first about, well, let's talk about the game, the teams. Let's talk about what you think about where the teams are at, what you see players-wise, what you see performance-wise, uh, we could start with Louisville City. Uh, just, you know, your general perspectives. Yeah, so Louisville City's pretty easy. I mean, yeah. I think they're exactly where we want them to be. Mm-hmm. Uh, I'd like to have a couple more points uh, because I really want to win the, I don't know what they call it, Supporter Shield? I don't know what they call it. What are the, the most points at the end of the season trophy? I think it's Supporter Shield. I think that's what it's called in Europe, but I want to win that, so Mm -hmm. I really want to kind of stay ahead of, I guess San Antonio is the big threat in the West, although there's some other teams that are fairly good, too. Right, uh, right. I think we were third. I haven't looked in a while, but I think we were second or third overall in points now, so we're pretty close. We're right around there. Right, we're right. maybe four, three or four points off. Right, right, right. It changes from from day to day and week to week. Yeah, it's so much time left. Yeah, so there's there's a lot of time left. I think we're... Mm -hmm. We're very solid in the squad. I mean, we have uh, a little bit of trouble trying to keep uh, our star strikers. They're both having niggles and injuries. Um, So uh, that's a a little bit concerning. But in the grand scheme of things, we seem to be able to make do uh, with the players that we have. Uh, whether it be Brian Ombi playing up in that kind of nine position or mm-hmm. Mushigalusa, you know, they do a lot of kind of roving. Right. Uh, so, you know, I, 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 I'm very, very happy and satisfied with where we're at. Mm-hmm. Um, I think the six nothing win over 
the last time we'll probably ever play the yeah, baby bowls yep. uh, was not surprising. No, it wasn't. I, I, you know, and the thing was, the thing about it that game was, you know, they, they have a new coach who is trying to install a newer system. I did a little reading up on that, and they got, yep. you know, they were trying to press a lot more, and you know, we, we just destroyed them, and they just couldn't. You know, <laughs> so, you know, but they got to start someplace, you know, I mean, if you're going to do it, you can't wait. You know, if you want a so new I, system, I, you got to install it. I go to the uh, tailgate and uh, one of the things that, you know, I kind of give credit for is the, is the club. People in the club will come around the tailgate and, and uh, James yeah. O'Connor's been up there a couple of times. Yes. Uh, in the gold lot uh, mm -hmm. before the game. So I usually talk to him. Mm -hmm. uh, you know, I, I. You know, try to talk tactics, even though I don't know what the fuck I'm talking about, but I try to sound smart, so that works. <laughs> uh, but he was he was saying that, you know, there's a Red Bull system. Most people who have kind of followed the MLS team Red Bull right. and all that know that they play a certain type of system, right. high press yep. and, and all that. And he said the two-team also plays that system. Right. And he said that they have to play that system. Right regardless of whether or not it fits the tactical mm. uh, dimensions of the game that you were about to go in. Right, right. That's he said that if, this was before the game, Right. he said that if they play that system, he had a very good feeling that we were just going to wallop them. Right, right, right. And uh, it seems like that's what happened. Right, right. I got a funny story, too. I'm, you know, before the game, this, the two losses we have at home this year, I spoke to James before before him or before the games both times talked to him so this game i saw him in the lot with brad and i was like i told brad i said i can't talk to him because i'll, I'll jinx it <laughs> <laughs> yeah so, well i mean there's that so soccer, soccer fans are some of the most uh you know paranoid people yes, about yes, the tradition are. and and does not brad estes look great brad estes looks great man he looks healthier yeah, he looks cycling you know? well, yeah man I mean, you get you get away from the stress of running, yep. you know, a, a complex yep. soccer holdings multi team academy. Yes, sir. Thing where you don't have to work every weekend and mm -hmm. and all of that, and you can kind of get back to kind of a normal rhythm in your life. Right, right. It's time to go ride a bicycle. It's a it's a great wonderful thing. Something Rested, I mm -hmm. svelte, tan. Yes, that's something I'm personally experiencing right now. Is trying to reset myself. By re resigning from my job and trying to, you know, I, I, I hear that, man. I definitely hear that. I, I mean, I, you hear, when you are unhappy in yeah. a situation, yep. don't just sit there. Exactly. Do something about right, it. Right, right. Make a change. Yep. And if that change doesn't work, do something different. Make something else. And that's kind of how I'm built. Right. Uh, is that I try things, and if they don't work, well, that didn't fucking work, and I try something different. Right, right, right. And I don't kind of sweat failure because you learn a shit ton from failure and right. then you can kind of move on with your life. Absolutely. I totally agree with you. Totally agree with you. I, I just need to throw that in there. <laughs> oh, man. Well, anyway. I, I, I wish you all the luck and, and it's probably a big weight off your shoulders. And, Better believe uh, it. Oh, my God. I'm, I'm thinking uh, you're really going to be able to, to explore new and happy stuff. Yeah, that's man. awesome. Yep. I may have to live out of my car eventually, but that's okay. I'll smile. No, I won't. <laughs> I'll find something. I'll be okay. Dude, build a camper van, man. You yeah, really? Like you did. <laughs> so anyway, going back to Louisville City. Um, yeah, yeah. And then the, that nine thing, you know, we, we've talked about that a little bit with Joey where, you know, they've, they've had less success with the false nine. 
but there was yeah. no, it seemed like Brian was not playing that same I mean I don't know but it seemed like he was playing a much more um true to a nine position position this that's last because game. their their back line was pushed up so much right so right that's good get away that's with true. making those runs behind them right 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 which were lethal yeah. <laughs> that's great that stuff. sounds like i tactically know what i'm talking about i actually don't i'm not even sure if that really happened but we're mm. just gonna say it too. yeah sure it sounds good <laughs> <laughs> that's our job you know I, one of the things that uh, we talked about early in the season, we've talked about a couple of years now, is mm-hmm. that Louisville has an incredibly deep roster. Yeah. So when players do go down from injury, they can make replacements. Yes, sir. And we lost our number one goalkeeper, yeah. and our number two goalkeeper has stepped in and is vying for player of the month. Right, right. He's done that well. He's yeah. had a couple of saves yep. in a couple of games that mm-hmm. have been Big. very good. Oh, yeah. when we needed him to make them. Yes, sir. Uh, so having a deep bench like that and multiple players that can fill in uh, in positions where you might have injuries in the long run is really going to pay big dividends. Absolutely. And it has in the past. And it continues to do so. Mm-hmm. I mean, we're bringing Perez off the bench now since he's been recovering from that injury. I mean, come on. <laughs> the guy was is he fully recovered. He doesn't seem like no, he's, he's fully not. recovered. But when you watch him in warm ups, he does like special warm ups, yeah, like yeah. different warm ups yep. than everybody else. Right, like right. his physical therapist told right. him to do them or something right, like that. Right, so. right. So, you know, but when you're bringing a guy like that off the bench and you're having success, I mean, come on. I mean, this is a guy. I mean, he was featuring for us. He'd gotten so good those first six, eight games. I mean, he'd become yeah. a feature player. So, yeah, I totally hear that too, man. I'm, I'm really excited. I, and I think that they're. You know, after that little bit of a lull, they're definitely back on track, and it's going to be a great match this weekend. I mean, it's going to be a tough one. Well, why did that lull happen? The lull happened just because we had so many games because of the Open Cup. I mean, right. That's just the, the price of doing business and doing it well in the Open Cup. Yes, sir. I agree 100%. Three extra games right. all on Wednesdays between right. our normal schedule. I mean, they, the Open Cup crams all those games into the beginning of our season, yeah. which can wreak havoc on our roster. Mm-hmm. And the, the one guy that I'm really starting to really starting to notice more is Serrano. I you know he's there's there you know I, I didn't know he was that fast. The guy's a lightning bolt, and yeah. and, and um, you know he's playing more of a role. We talked about this with Joey last week too, where you know his natural position seems to be the same as Brian's when we have a nine, when we have a true forward up there or center forward, and you know he's not gonna he's not gonna displace Brian. So it's just a matter of having two amazingly good players at that one position, it seems like, man. I, good rest players, too. Do right. like fighter management. You know, Agreed. Stuff Agreed. like that. Well, we have that, and I think we're both really happy with Louisville City. And then we got racing. Yeah, they're not and, quite where we want them to be. No, sir. It's a little bit of a struggle right now. And then just this injury this last week. Oh, oh, it's just, mm. you start wondering if we're, it's just, you know, we're just, uh, uh, in a bad, cursed? I think yeah, maybe it <laughs> could be it because you know we were all worried about that. Uh, all worried about what we were going to do with all this money we were acquiring, and then we finally go out and we get a player. Spent it all on one person, and they blew out their Achilles. Yeah, so yeah. I don't know how exactly that's going to work out. But, right, uh, right. But I don't. I mean, what do you? I mean, just in general, include beyond that. What do you think? What do you see? I, I think we've talked about this before, but uh, we certainly, you know, we've got to get Jess McDonald out on the win, wing. Yeah. That, that is where I think she is, is best. In support. And uh, yeah. she needs a 
she needs to be able to, you know, bomb up and down the wing. Yep. And she needs target people uh, in the middle. Yep. And, you know, when you, she's an incredible talent. Yes, she is. But she is playing defensive duties and she's playing in the middle. And she's just, I think, I think getting stretched too yeah. far out. Uh, mm-hmm. I'm looking forward to uh, the international interlude being over. You're uh, right. And we're going to get, you know, the doctor back. Uh, who I would have preferred to play like in a 10 more number 10 recessed role with yeah. uh, a number nine in front of her, which I think was the plan. Right. Um, I don't think we're going to see that now. I think we're yeah. going to see her play more forward. Absolutely. In a more number nine role. Yes. Um, which is not great because um, looking behind her, although DeMello's played really well. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. Oh, yeah. We're struggling a little bit in the in the defensive midfield role. I think uh, Jalen Howe has struggled uh, in transition. She's getting yeah. better. Yeah. Uh, and then we've kind of put a couple of people in the kind of box to box role. You know, Freya's got the legs yes. to get up and down. Sometimes the touches uh, are not uh, where you want them to be. Right. Uh, Malay's becoming a utility player. Mm. Uh, she starts because of her energy. She's played defense. She's played offense. Right. I think you know if she wasn't five foot nothing, and we'd probably stick her in the goal at some point. Right. <laughs> it's true. <laughs> you know, uh, often overlooked, and who our best player is is Katie Londis. Is yeah, had she's had a solid year too. I agree, hundred um, percent. You can you can argue that a lot of the goals that are scored on her are not necessarily her fault. Right, and that's a good point, Which Ken. Brings us through the back line, right? Yeah, and that's that's sort of that's the concern is is Bonner and some pace issues. I thought moving Chidiak yeah. more more forward in this last match was a good was a good idea. Um, she seems to have that type of energy. Um, yeah. So that's good to see. But you made a, just you just made a real good point. We're so focused on the, on the lack of scoring and some of the issues in front of Lunt that we haven't mentioned her a lot. She's actually having a pretty damn good year. You're right. I haven't even thought about it that much. All things considered, yeah. because I mean she's been uh, it's been target practice in a couple of these matches matches, and it's like uh, you know somebody's got to do it. <laughs> Somebody. I mean, so yeah, I, I hear that. I'm I'm just. My concern is 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 the identity of the team, and, and you know, you, you can understand injuries impacting how you want to play, but you still want to play a certain style. And it still seems a little ambiguous at times, man. I, I I get a little confused. I don't know if it's if it's just the lack of talent at certain positions, and they and, and or are they you know or does you know is the coach trying to impose a system sort of like what we just talked about with Red Bulls? Where you have a system and this is what we're doing, but maybe you don't have the bodies uh, to pull it off. What do you think? I don't know. I don't. I don't think it's that. I think it's the okay. first thing that you said is right. that uh, because we don't have depth at position, right. sometimes the way we want to play has to change. Right. Okay. Uh, I think that is happening. I think we 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 do. We're smart enough to adapt our style. Right. Right. Uh, based on uh, the team that we're playing, because mm. you'll you'll in, in the way I I feel like that's correct is is the way fox plays because fox will play differently based on um she's up against on her side 
right. she's up against a, a very speedy, dangerous striker. Mm-hmm. Um, you won't see much of her unless she's going to take the ball and, and carry it up the field out of trouble. Right. Okay. Which is kind of what I call what she does sometimes. <laughs> but if she doesn't have this threat right. uh, that she's up against, mm-hmm. you'll see her ranging forward a lot more. So okay. you adapt our style. I think some. Okay. Okay. The problem is, is when we have international, yeah, uh, away the break, and yeah. injuries. Mm. We don't have the depth like Louisville City does. Right, and that's still and part of being when we get into trouble. Right, and I and I guess the, you know, the the discussion about the break and, and um, I don't even, we may have talked about that before, but I know there's a lot of people that have a lot of issues with you know what what usl is going to be doing with the super league and that's playing the international schedule which is going to be I don't, let's see how they do it i mean i don't know how it's going to work I, I have a lot of concerns about playing in the winter but at least it matches us up with what's going around on around the world yeah you know that is an advantage that is a good thing and when the men eventually do that which i think they're going to i think it's just a matter of time that it's going to line us up to do the same things that is going on all over the world, and we don't have to worry about these dumb breaks anymore. You think the USL is going to go to a, a winter schedule? Yes, I do. Eventually, I think they're using they're going to use this as a test with the women's league and or super league, and they're going to use that as a test case, run that through because it's a little newer, it's less established, and or it's a lot newer, so they can they can start with something brand new. But when you start seeing some of these players that are getting signed and you start seeing, you know, like for example, you know, Winder's probably going to command seven figures from somebody. You can't see how he That's wouldn't. That's say. We'll see. We'll you, see. You know, so, um, you know, you want to build those relationships with those teams, and, and I think that's the best way to do it. One of the things that's always hampered MLS is the fact that, you know, the, the, there is no – well, there is a transfer window, but it's not. It's it's so weird. It's such a weird thing to do, and, and, and you already have an established way of doing it everywhere around the world. I mean, I, I, don't, it's, I don't think it helps them at all. I don't. Yeah, so, I'm just thinking about sitting in that. I mean, that'll fix the sun problems, right? That's that. a good segue right there. Yeah, but, it is. Uh... <laughs> you read my mind, Ken. <laughs> you know, I was, I was talking to somebody, uh, maybe – potentially vehemently debating with somebody, maybe somebody important in the club. And we were okay. talking about, you know, this, this, this section that we've built at yeah. the estoppel end. Yep. You know, it's just this wall. It's this wall. It's the, it's like the Dortmund wall, yep. right? Yep. Which is infinitely more bigger, but uh, yeah. it's the Dortmund wall. And, uh, and I said, well, it works in Germany. Well, you know, because they they play in the fall, winter, and and spring in Germany, and I don't know if you've ever been to Germany before, but uh, it's always dark there. There is no sun. Really? (laughs) It's so true. Oh, my God. Yeah, man. So so it works. It doesn't matter which direction the stadium is pointing. Right. There is no sun. Right, right, So you're fine. Plus, Uh, a lot of them have the bowl. The ones that I've seen have that sort of, arched bowl sort of thing on the top that does block they some of this. Roofs. Right. They right. have roofs. They have roofs over roofs. the supporters right. that kind of end so that if it rains straight down, it'll rain on the field, but it won't rain right. in the stands. You know, a, a long time ago, a couple of years, when they were building the stadium and they, I think they surveyed the supporters mm-hmm. uh, on what was the most important aspect of the stadium, uh, myself, and if you remember him, Daniel, 
you know, sure. Daniel Dinnerman. Yeah, 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 yeah. We were both we both said the roof yeah. is the most important aspect of the stadium. Mm-hmm. The roof. Right, right, right. And evidently it's on fire because right. um for whatever reason, I think money, mm-hmm. um, the roof only kinda got partially done. Yeah, yeah. That may may or may not have helped the situation that we find ourselves in. Okay. Uh, but those are really important. So you want to go ahead and talk about that a little bit, and, and we start talking about the situation we're in right now. I mean, I know you've been talking. You, we went to a meeting last night with the Coopers, and if you want to go yep. ahead and talk about that. Well, I mean, this has been going on for two years. Yeah. Um, when the stadium was built. Now, granted, year one was in a pandemic, so everything was clusterfucked. Yes, it was. But um, – I, I started beating the drum that this is a problem two yeah. years ago. Mm-hmm. It wasn't just me. It was other people, too. It's not right. all about me. Right, right, right. It's right, all right. about me sometimes. But anyway. <laughs> uh, I, see, I call myself a benign, benign narcissist. narcissist. I'm, a narcissist. <laughs> I'm a benign narcissist. I'm a, I'm a, I'm a harmless narcissist. Okay. <laughs> okay, moving on. Yeah, man. Um, so, and, and, and okay, so there's a problem. So, you know, I was like, we have got to do later start times. We have got to do later start times. Right. And, and the team did mm-hmm. reluctantly. Remember, they said, we're doing later start times because the fans wanted it. Right, they said right, some, right. Sort of, some sort of flippant, you know, right. statement like that. To right. say, it's not our fault. The fans wanted it, right? I'm right. like, all right, fine. We got them. We got an eight o'clock start time. Right, right, right. Um, went to the Went to the game. I think it was the last game. Um, the sun was still shining on the supporter section. Thirty-four minutes into the first right. half, about half, yeah, a little more than halfway through is, is when it's it's when you start to see it. <laughs> right. And when that sun hits that horizon, yeah, you can't see the field. Nope. You cannot see it. Right. You, I mean, there's a good, I don't know, five minutes or so where I mean, it's just this big kind of blur. You know yeah. what's going on? Yep. Out there, I mean, the, the tickets you buy should be like what are, when you have to sit behind a post. What do they say? Viewing obstruction. Right, <laughs> right, 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 right. If there's sun, there's going to be a viewing obstruction or some crap mm-hmm. like that. Right. So, in two years, it took till this year to get any changes to the schedule. Right. And from what I understand, the USL will not allow allow us to go past eight p.m. Okay. Yeah. All right. So it's it's gone as late as we're going to get. That's weird. But yeah, I mean, I can't see why they wouldn't say eight thirty. But I guess that's because it uh, runs into maybe that's because it runs into the games out west or something. Uh, I'm just guessing. I, I can't imagine there's a huge conflict on people that want to watch a lot right. of games at the same time. That's what I'm saying. Itself. I totally agree with you. I just I'm tr- I'm spitballing when I say that. Why would they not want an eight thirty start? I mean, it just uh, the game's going to be over by ten thirty. So who cares? Complete lack of understanding of geography and the fact that the Eastern Time Zone is the biggest time zone, and you know, right. and Louisville is on the very western edge of the Eastern Time Zone. So yep. Therefore, the sun is going to set later. Yep. Absolutely. Here than anywhere else right, in right. our time zone. Agreed. They don't seem to understand physics, astronomy, and geography. Right. They're all like marketing majors or something like that. I don't know. Anyway, mm-hmm. I digress. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> so I. You know, again, this, these issues are coming up. And what I've kind of watched over two years is the support, very large support, outsized supporter section yeah. lose people. Yep. Lose people and lose people. 
Yes, and, that's correct. You know, the last time I stood in the supporter section, you know, and there are other reasons right. why people aren't singing, mm-hmm. and merrymaking, and doing all of these things. Right, right. But one of the reasons is there's not enough people in there. Right. So then I get word that the club is not happy with the Coopers. Okay. We're not doing our part. Oh. Putting butts in the seats. Okay. <laughs> I posted. Okay. Yeah, okay. <laughs> okay. You know, every time I talk to somebody that's affiliated with the club about this, all I get is the story of why it happened and a bunch of fingers being pointed around. Right. But what I don't hear, I don't hear our, well, let's do something to at least make the fan experience a little bit better. Right. You know, we can easily say make the tickets cheaper. A little late for that now. Yep. We can easily say we're going to put beer in the stands. Yeah. Maybe that'll work. I don't know. Right. Um, You know, you have to go to the other end of the stadium to get something called a draft beer. Right. I hear you, Uh, pal. I hear you. (laughs) It's so. So we're like, all right. This is this is this is you know we, we have to do something as as an organization. You know I'm a Cooper. I don't know if you're a Cooper, but I'm a Cooper. Right. Um, and and what we've we've we and I don't make the call. I'm not even on board of the Coopers. Right. But you know right. I went to the meeting last night and I said, well, well, what we could do is we can start looking at moving to the other end. Okay. Um. So we're going to be a little comical about this, and we're, we we we've decided. And 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 I talked to, you know, obviously there are other residents of the other end. Yes, there are. Uh, but but I talked to Scouser, uh, and I said, hey, you know, what would you think if you know, <laughs> we had a phone call? I said, hey, what would you think? We all came. We I don't know if I said we all. Right. Paraphrase this whole conversation. It was kind of funny. His, his mm-hmm. initial reaction. <laughs> I said, what do you think? We all came down to the other end. There's a pause. The fuck you will. <laughs> <laughs> I said, no, 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 no. Not all at once. What do you think if we just kind of start exploring, you know, moving to the other end? He's like, well, what about the drums? And I said, for now, the drums are going to stay kind of where they're at and, you know, do the thing. Uh, and, and we're also going to keep the flags down there. I think it's going to be like, you know, two or three of us. Max to come down and just kind of plant our flag. So what are we going to call it? And he's like, well, why don't you call it a colony, you colonialist? Oh, shit. <laughs> I said, that's kind of funny. Let's right, call right. it a colony. Mm-hmm. So now we, we have decided we're establishing a colony in a foreign land where I hear they, <laughs> they have this thing. I hear they have this thing called draft beer, right, right, right. Uh, which I really want to try. Yeah. Uh, and and you know we we, we feel that we uh, were like immigrants or migrants that that are fleeing <laughs> environmental impacts uh, and going to a new land. Refugees. And I, you know we try it out and see how it works. The right. the waterfront end they don't they don't sing a ton, so right. this will be a little bit of uh, I'm not gonna say culture shock, but uh, right. you know it's it's we'll see and we're going to be good neighbors about it and 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 see how it all works right out uh and it's not just kind of meshing with the other groups but it's right you know finding a place for people who are affiliated with the coopers whether they're a cooper or not a cooper coming from the estoppel end right to go and hang out with friends and watch the game right instead of just like 
I'm tired of, you know, getting crushed by the sun. I'm just going to leave. And then they just kind of aimlessly mm-hmm. wander somewhere else. Right, you know, right. We well, thought we'd just say, well, let's, let's go here. Ken, they're going to have to do something. And, um, you know, the first thing is, I'm, I'm sorry, did you have any more thoughts? I, I, I'm, I jumped in there. I'm sorry. <clears throat> Dude, I got all kinds of thoughts on, on it. How much time do you have? No, well, you well, for leading, first off, it's, it, you know, regardless of, of the folks that I know in the front office or who I know, this is their team. It is their responsibility to put people in that stadium. It's not ours. We don't own the team. We're not responsible for it. We are not financially compensated for it. It costs us money to go to these games. If they made a bumbling error like they did with setting the stadium up and they want other people to help, that's on them. Uh, there's what, what else can we do? I mean, we're sitting there banging on drums, and I said this today on a Reddit post. You know, in in July and August, when it's 95 degrees out, you know, nerves are frayed. It, it it gets a little tiring out there, and it gets a little, you know. So, you know, if they want people there, they need to do something to pull people in there. We can't. What else can we? Can, there's nothing we can do, Ken. I don't. What are we gonna do? What can we do as supporters other than go down there, cheer, scream, yell, play drums for for 90 minutes? In, in, in blistering heat, you know? I don't know what else to do. Now, I could be missing something, and that's fine with me. I mean, if I'm missing something, I don't have all the answers. I do know this. It's their stadium. They're the one they built it. They made a blundering error creating aluminum seats, aluminum standing section, where where you want the loudest supporters to be, and, and then playing games when it's 95 degrees out. So this is not our problem. It's theirs. They built it. It's like blaming the tenant for the faults in the house. So I don't know, you know, that's where I'm at with this. I don't know how you feel about that. Uh, you're the preacher and I'm the choir. That's okay. kind of how I feel. Yeah, I, I don't know. Um, you know, there's you know, there's things they can do maybe to get people to sit over there. Um, because if they, I'll tell you what, don't push too hard. I'm telling you know, t- talking to them if they, if they want to make comments like that, they better be careful. Because, you know, do you want to go a half with you know, do you want to go a half with less sound? You know, I mean, I mean, I mean, there's, there's... it's already it's already happening. Right. It's 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 been happening right. for the last two years. It's been this just right. people have just been like, fuck this. And right. they've been leaving. Yep. You can only hold it together with bailing wire and duct tape so long. Agreed. Until it's like there's nobody left. Right. We're playing to ourselves. Right. The, the capos and the drummers and some of the hard care coopers yep. are they feel obligated. Right. To continue to try to make this work. Right. But we're literally running into the sun. Right. And burning ourselves up. I totally agree with you, Ken. Totally agree, 100%. So that's why... This is why we want to give people an avenue to go somewhere else where they can still have the same kind of vibe. Right, right, Which right. has been lost. Right. With the singing and the merrymaking. And yep. maybe not as many drums, but that's fine. That's fine, too. Now. That's fine. You that's know, fine. I'm thinking bongos. Bongos would work. I, I like bongos. <laughs> bongos. <laughs> we get them sticks and the mariachi things. Whatever. You know? Just, yeah. But, <clears throat> but come yeah. on. Yeah, it's, Nothing. It's, Other than the 8 o'clock start time, which they right. blamed on us right. because people were mad about it. They've done. Well, here's yeah. there's another way to go with that. There's another way to go with that. Noon start. That's yeah. That, I don't know about that. <laughs> yeah, uh, that, that's but that's what I'm saying. I don't want to go to. I don't want to drink a whole bunch of beer at noon. I mean, what's I? That's gonna kill my day, man. Neither do I. Neither do I. But if they want to get people in that section, 
You're not going to get people coming to a noon game. There's no way. Okay, no I'm way. dude, I, I don't know. I'm, I'm, you know, there's, 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 there's got to be ways to do this. Now, the other thing that alleviates this problem is going to the international schedule because you don't play in the summer. That's the Germany kind of right. when it's dark there. Because the your stadium, your season's going to start roughly. It'll start in August, um, and then the season's over in March. You don't have to worry about quick, it. I did one quick Google search, mm -hmm. and I found exactly when the sun sets in right. Louisville, Kentucky. Right. So, so I mean, it, through through September, mm -hmm. going to be an issue. Uh, I think we fall back to 7.30 games at some point. I can't remember exactly when. But right. through September, the, the game will be all the way up to the end of September will be a little bit impacted on a clear and sunny night. Not right. that every night is going to be clear and sunny. Right, right, exactly. That's Once the other we thing hit too. October, non-issue. Right. Non-issue. Right. And it took one Google search to figure that out. So I can't mm -hmm. figure out why architects and all these people couldn't figure that out in the first it's place. Massive. Massively the stupid game anymore. Yeah. Let us figure out how the fuck we're going to fix it. Yeah, they got to do something. And, and if they have to invest money, they got to invest money. Oh, well, if you want people to keep coming, you know, that's just the way it is. We did nothing wrong here. <laughs> that's, you know, that's the final thing I wanted to say about it. If anybody is saying, oh, well, the people that are in that section, you know, what, what did we do? All we did is try and keep things going. That's all we try to do. So if, you, the, if you know. You can't blame the Coopers for wanting to move. Nope. Because nope. the Coopers want to maintain themselves as a viable organization that still does massive things right. for the club. Every setup, every teardown, every mm -hmm. banner, every right. TIFO, right. which continues now. Right. So, I don't Come know. on. Yeah. So, we move. We, I mean, they could move. Yeah. Now, we're going to establish a column. But, honestly, I would like to see the club... Do something. They're going to have to. Take action. Right. What I would really like to see the club do first is acknowledge there's a problem. Yeah. Yeah. Find me. At least say something. A statement, a public statement. <clears throat> yep. In the last two years. That's a good point, Ken. Where they acknowledge I agree. this is a problem. Excellent. That's a good you point. Cannot. At least say something. Right. Behind closed doors, I kind of get the penguin salute from them. Right. You know what the Penguin salute is? Yep, yep. But publicly acknowledge this is a problem and say we're going to do something. We don't know what yet. We're right. going to do something to uh, improve the fan experience mm -hmm. in the establishment. Right. If not, the bleeding will continue to occur. Yep. Now, they can squeeze people around by, like, roping off seats with TIFOs, and, 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 and they can take a poor beer tub guy and send him up and down the bleachers in the stands, and nobody's going to buy those beers anyway because they're right. 24 ounces, right. and they're warm by the time you get right. halfway right, 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 right. Draft beer. I hear they have draft beer in this yeah, I know, I'm going to. I cannot wait to taste it. Yeah, really. Set a couple kegs up, maybe. <laughs> <laughs> It'll be just like high school well, all over again. <laughs> <laughs> That'd be fun. I'm not just, That's crazy. Just imagine a keg rolling down the steps. Yeah, really. Oops, sorry, dropped it. Misters. That's my thing. That's the other thing I've been saying. There's got to be a way to get misters up there. That'd be fun, actually. <laughs> That'd be a party. Everybody likes misted. Everybody likes to get misted. <laughs> yes. Yeah. So, I don't know. But, so, dude, you know, yeah. and, and the way I've thought about kind of this is you know we have we have loyalties in yeah. our organization right i learned this a very very long time in the thing that i used to do before i ended up at louisville right 
which is you kind of maintain loyalty to your family and friends. Absolutely. First. Yep. And then you kind of move out a ring and you kind of maintain, in this case, I'm going to maintain loyalty to my supporters group, the Coopers. Yep. yep. And then I'll maintain loyalty to all the other supporters groups. Okay. And then, and this is hierarchical. Right, right, right. right. Is, I understand. Is, totally and understand. And then I'll maintain loyalty to the club. Right. And city or whatever. However you want to look at it. Sure. The bottom line is, is the Coopers need to do stuff to take care of the Coopers first. Absolutely. 100%. That is where the loyalty lies. Yep. Don't be mad at me because we left the Estapano end because it sucks. Right, right. Right. Because we have to think about our people. Right. Right. And help them have a pleasurable fan experience. Agreed. I totally agree, Ken. That's that's there's just there's nothing wrong with that statement. People are going to do what they have to do to enjoy themselves, and if you, nobody can get mad at somebody for making a decision to have more fun at an event that they choose to pay to go to, nobody has the right to say anything about that at all. You know, why it's, it's insane right. that this hasn't even been addressed in two years when right. it was a horrible problem two years ago. Right. Well, I'm going to tell you what. We'll we'll do this again real soon, and we'll we'll make this a fairly regular point because it's important. And hopefully, we can come back in a couple weeks, and we can see where we're at with all of this, and we'll just keep harping it, and we'll keep talking about it. And it's not about hating the people that run the team, and it's not about anger or being me. You know, it's not about thinking they're evil or it's a mistake, and it's a mistake that needs to be addressed. And that's that. That's it. You know, that's how I don't view. I, I try to remove personal feelings out of it altogether. It was a mistake. Okay, fix it. That's all. Do something. <laughs> so when's when's this podcast come out? On, uh, on Saturday morning. Saturday morning. Saturday morning for the summer. Okay. Right. So for those listeners that listen to this and they have lots and they have ideas. Yep. Yes, they do. Why don't you log in Sunday evening to 24 hour purple people. There you go. Jump into the YouTube chat room mm -hmm. and give us your ideas. There you go. Guess what? Yours truly is going to be on that saying the same fucking thing. There you go. There, there you go. The club is going to be so fucking sick of hearing. And they already are. They've been sick of hearing from me for years. Well, but guess what? I'm back. motherfuckers. <laughs> Well, there you go, Ken, on that note. <laughs> I'm gonna, we're going to do this again in a couple of weeks. How's that sound? Yeah, bro. Sounds awesome. All right, ladies and gentlemen, he's back. Ken Luther. <laughs> God help us. All right, brother. Talk to you soon. Bye. Well, there you have it, folks. Another episode of the Center Forward podcast is in the books. That's episode 41 once again. I want to thank Joey Cecil once again for his invaluable contribution. Always does a wonderful job. And welcoming back and saying thank you to Ken Luther. Great guy. And uh, a lot of a lot of heavy stuff we covered there. But, hey, man, that's life. That's how it goes. <laughs> right? Once again, folks, we are on Spotify, iTunes, Podbean, and Amazon. Please like, subscribe, and share. Share the love. Man. So, not that you keep up with my life, <laughs> but like I said, resigning from my job on Thursday again, and <clears throat> didn't even mention that they want me to stay, and they're going to fight to keep me to stay, but it's time for a new beginning, and uh, I really need one. Don't we all need to do that sometimes, right? Gosh. What, I started reminiscing a little bit this week, and, and give me a second, oh, this will make a point. 
I haven't thought about this in, it's got to be 20 years, but yesterday was July 15th. I was married on July 15th. I have no idea why this year I thought of it for a moment. And obviously it didn't work out. But even when I was 30 years old and I got married, I never thought I'd be where I was where I was at 30 when I was 18. <laughs> you know? <laughs> and then, here I am at 57. If you had told me I was going to be in Indiana doing soccer podcasts and working as a programmer living near Louisville, I'd been like, you got to be kidding me, you know? I'm going to live in New Jersey and play music and blah, blah, blah. Life has some strange turns to it, doesn't it? And hopefully, uh, hopefully yours has a solid direction to it. Because, man, you can always change. Always. So, my sincerest hope and prayer for you today is that you're making that change whatever it is man i always talk about this it seems like probably because of my own insecurities <laughs> jeez louise it's a little scary but that's what you have friends for and you lean on your friends and you get through it and that's what i'm gonna do hopefully that's what you do as well i love you i truly truly do love is the only cure for what is ailing us right now in this world of craziness and hate please don't get caught up in it. Don't. It's hard to get out. <sighs> anyway, <laughs> sorry to uh, preach there. Once again, my name is Joseph Valla. I am the host of the Center Forward podcast. As I said, I love you. Thank you for listening. Hopefully the, uh, the boys in purple get a win tonight in Memphis. And hopefully you have a great weekend and a great rest of the week. Talk to you soon.